Welcome to the Boost Podcast with Kelly Leonard. The podcast providing you with immediate access to tools, tips, and tactics to boost your business and career success. Build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap into new markets. It's the Boost Podcast. And now, here's Kelly Leonard. Welcome back to the Boost Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I recently had the awesome pleasure of being interviewed on Erin Harrigan's Hustle with Heart podcast. Her podcast is all about helping entrepreneurs align results to God's truth. In my episode, I gave a quick glimpse into my entrepreneurial journey, including what drove my pivot to Cook Ross. I also shared the story around how I came to capture the tagline of Catalyst, Compass, and Connector. I even covered a tip or two to improve your LinkedIn presence. Aaron and I had such a fun conversation that I felt compelled to add this to my lineup of the Boost podcast. And since we essentially covered every facet of Boost, you'll definitely want to take a quick listen to this episode. Let's tune in. Kelly, first and foremost, thank you for making time to be on the show. Erin, thank you. It is a pleasure to be here with you. I know we've been trying to do this for a minute, and so I am glad that the moon and stars aligned and we're able to do this today. Absolutely. Um, me too. I'm, so, I'm just thrilled to have you. So I want to start with um, a little bit about you and your entrepreneur journey and how the Lord has played into that and sort of guided you to do what you were doing as a consultant and what that looked like for you. Yeah, it's interesting. So um, I've, I think so many of us, especially when you think of us being the, the body of Christ, um, we, are, we know intuitively that we're created in his image. And I think because of the fact that we are um, bearing his image and he is love. He is hope. He's also a creator. And I believe that entrepreneurs, that's all we are at the heart of it is we are creators, right? And so the things that we do as entrepreneurs, we're co-creating. And so I really feel like, uh, not to say that God loves everyone equally, but I think he has a very special place in his heart for entrepreneurs <laughs> because we are co-creating alongside him. And so it's, it's interesting um, for as long as I um, have been very blessed and very fortunate to have a um, successful professional career with my background being accounting, being a CPA, and then sort of navigating into or crossing into the world of entrepreneurship, I really um, feel like I was was really operating more in my gifting and continue to operate more in my gifting when I lean into entrepreneurism, because I think as entrepreneurs, I'm sure everyone that's listening to this podcast can attest. Um, we need God in really uh, interesting and creative ways when it comes to being business owners. It's not only the creating of whatever that thing might be, whether it's a product or service that we're delivering to our ultimate customer, but it's also how do we navigate the challenges, the pitfalls? How do we ensure that we sort of have this, this leveled approach to business? Because there's certainly highs and lows and, and peaks and valleys. But I feel like, um, you know, in, while I was navigating the life of an entrepreneur, that's when I needed Christ more than ever, just because it's like, oh my goodness, if this is going to work, I'm going to really need 
Christ, my creator, my co-creator to help me to navigate life as an entrepreneur. Yeah, it's, I love how you put that. Um, one of the coaches I worked with years ago, probably eight years ago now, said entrepreneurship fillets you open and mm-hmm. it causes you to have to come face to face and to deal with and to work through things that you would never necessarily encounter in an employee world. And I think when I learned of that, it was before I gave my life to Christ. But now looking back at it, I think, whoa, yeah, because for a long time, I tried to carry that on my own. And I love what you said about, you know, really leaning into your gifts through entrepreneurship. So let's unpack that for just a second. What are those gifts and how have you leaned into them differently than maybe you would otherwise? So it's funny, um, years ago, um, I had met someone through the tell you referenced the small business network and the work that I do with Montgomery community media. I had met a woman, a woman of faith, and she had asked me, Oh, so, you know, the, the old, when you're at a networking event and so, so what do you do? And so I started sharing with her what I do. And, and, you know, Aaron, I wear a lot of different hats. And so as I was sharing the many hats with her, she was like, you know what? You're a catalyst, a compass, and a connector. And that just like, like all of a sudden it was like, boom, like you talk about a God moment. It was like, wow, okay. Now that you mention it, yeah, that is what I am. I'm a catalyst, a compass, and a connector because, um, you know, when you think of catalyst and being sort of this change agent and then, you know, compass, it's the directional and then connector and this fact that I love to convene people. And I feel as though I have this gift of really being able to meet a person, to understand them, to um, really intuitively understand what their gifting is. As, and then immediately I'm able to say, okay, I've got to connect you with this person. I've got to introduce you to this person. And, um, and so it's, it's, I feel like once I had that kind of aha moment, it really helped me to um, unveil or I don't know. It's really weird because I, I had this way of kind of trying to box myself into, okay, well, I'm this LinkedIn consultant or I'm this television show host or I'm this podcast, but all roads lead back to be a catalyst compass and connector. And I'm so big on acronyms. And so then that fourth C would be for Christ um, ultimately is what I do all these things. And so, because I mean, I think ultimately, again, foundationally, everything I do is rooted and grounded in my faith. Right. And so then because of that, wherever he takes you is, is already planned. You, you already know that you don't, although we do right, raise up anxiety around it, but that wherever he's taking you fits those things, fits those gifts that he's given you. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so funny because, um, you know, even as I reflect back on, although I still live the life of an entrepreneur, I also am an employee at Cook Ross. And even then, when I think of that journey for the longest, while I was living out, sort of living the dream as an entrepreneur, I had talked myself into this notion of thinking that I was unemployable because I said, you know, (laughs) I'm unemployable because I could never like, you know, work for someone else and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, and then it was in that quiet time with God. And he's like, really, is it that you're unemployable or is that you just haven't really quite found 
your niche and, and really where you believe I can best use you Mm. in a space. And so, and so it's funny. So now I find myself being an intrapreneur. So it's using my gifts, talent, skills, abilities as an entrepreneur to look inside of an organization, to be an employee and to really think with an entrepreneur's hat, to think as as a problem solver, to think as a co-creator with Christ in this environment where I feel it is so deeply wedded with who I am and who I've been created to be um, as an entrepreneur, as a woman of God, you know, as an employee, as a, a business leader. So it's really been a phenomenal journey for me. But it was like I had to slow down long enough to say, okay, God, you want me to change my language? Because what I thought it was going to look like, it doesn't look like that. It looks so much bigger than what I thought I could have ever hoped, prayed, or imagined for. You know, the re- so I'm cheering because... First of all, for those of you that listen, you know, I always say like, there will be a word in here for someone and that word today is for me (laughs) because as you were saying that what's coming up for me is I think sometimes as we get down this entrepreneur journey and sort of living that dream. And I think it also depends a little bit on what is that business that you're in that we tend to look back or look over at our friends who are in employee roles and we're like, Oh, I would never, I I mean, right. Like I would never go back to that or, Oh, I could never give up my time. Like I have such time and it becomes, I think in a way I'm speaking to myself right now. I think it becomes a little bit of an idol, right. That we like idolize this, this freedom that we have. And yet it's in that moment that God's going, hold on a second. You're mine. Mm -hmm. And I created you on purpose for a purpose. Yes. So so I'm going to need you to be like more flexible here. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. I'm taking you somewhere so much bigger. Yes. Than, than what's happening over here. And we can, we can really cling to that. I like, as Priscilla Schreier says in her uh, Bible study, breathe, you know, around the Sabbath, that even those things that we love that God gives us that we can hold a little too tightly too. Yes. Right. And he's going, no, no, no. I need you to pry your grip off of that and follow me. Oh, that, that is a beautiful word. So tell us a little bit about that transition and sort of how, how it came up for you and, and how did you work through that? Okay, Lord, I see you got something bigger for me here. Yeah, it was so funny. So I had, the awesome pleasure of being introduced to um, Michael Emilcar, who is the now the CEO and, and um, owner of Cook Ross through a mutual friend of ours. And, um, and he was introducing her to me because of the television program. Hey, you know, I've got this woman. I think she'd be amazing. You guys have so much in common. I just think you all would click. She'd be great for you to interview for the, the program. And so it took I mean, literally months for us to, first of all, even get on the phone, exchange emails, and then finally getting her um, to commit to the television program. But in that getting to know her process, we just found that we had all of these points of connectedness. Like both of our husbands are from Haiti and just, I mean, just so many different things that we were like, oh, you know, it feels more like connecting with a girlfriend, so to speak. And then um, you know, as we were um, developing in our relationship and um, 
because she knows that I'm a catalyst compass and connector one day she's like Kelly can you you know share this job description I'm looking for somebody to fill a role can you share this job description with some people that are in your network and I receive it I look at this job description and I was like OMG this looks like it's been written for me like wow this sounds like a really cool position and so I like email her and I was like oh my gosh like this sounds really cool she's like well you should apply and of course you know, I, for those of, of your listeners who are older school and remember like the Flintstones with Gazoo, so I had Gazoo <laughs> on my shoulder, like, but remember, you're unemployable. And then I had the other person like, but no, this sounds like it was written for you. So it was like these competing voices that I was hearing in my head. And finally, I was like, you know what? This act, this sounds like it, I, I just cannot, I've got to, if nothing more, I'm going to go through the process of getting to know this company a bit more and applying. And, and it was just this, um, I learned a ton. And in that learning, I learned so much about me. And to your point, it was loosening of the grip because I was holding on to the business. So Taylor Leonard corporation and Kelly Leonard consulting so tightly and, you know, the, the, I guess the, the thought that was resonating in my mind is like, like loosen it up. And the other thing, Erin, interestingly enough, that um, resonated with me, this, this word that I kept hearing over and over and over again was pride. Like, it was like, okay, are you holding on so tightly to this because you feel or you believe that others might think mm. that you let loose of this and you now pivot into the place that for decades almost, you've been telling people, oh, I'm unemployable. And now suddenly if you pivot into being an employee, is that gonna be perceived as failure? And is your ego and your pride, is that what's gonna be damaged? Like, are you willing to hold on so tightly to this thing over here? Because it's feeding your ego, it's feeding your pride, as opposed to this other place that I'm sending you to where you have the opportunity to have tremendous impact and it's missional work. It's aligned with just it. And so it was just like, so my husband and I, we had to like, just, we leaned in and listened to God and we just prayed over this thing because I was like, okay, yeah, it is my ego because this is what people quote unquote know me for. And it's funny, Erin, because even in, as I was making the announcement that, oh, I'm shifting and I'm going to be going, you know, I'm going to be um, at Cook Ross and people are like, well, what's wrong? Like, what happened to your business? And I was like, no, it was great. I mean, it was amazing and it continues to be amazing, but this is a different place. Like God has a different plan for me and I'm going to listen. And as I reflect back, Erin, I'm like... Who knew 2020 right. was going to happen the way that 2020 did? So here's another like interesting, and I don't know if this I love it. Me, Keep going. A part of me is like, do I say this out loud? Because this, does this sound rather like superstitious? Because I'm a big, um, everything that's ever gone well in my life has happened in an even year. And so it's really weird when I look at my birth year, even year, my husband, even year, our children's even year, my marriage, even years. And so all this stuff. So a part of me, when I like started thinking, I was like, okay, wait, but 2020, like, 
why would I walk away from, or, you know, why it's, I'm ending out 2019 and I'm making this really huge decision. And so in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, but wait, 2020 is going to be such an awesome year. You know what? Maybe this is the decision that I need to make. And then when COVID hit and I was like, good Lord, like 2020 is supposed to be, <laughs> it's an even year. Why is this happening? And so like in the back of my mind, I'm like, egads, maybe I didn't pay attention to something correct. It's, there's so many, like, we don't even have enough time to go into the peaks and valleys of, of 2020. But I will say this, is that for as much bad that has happened in this year, I am like, I've never been so hopeful mm. and so like a part of me is just like, okay, God, like now I'm, I'm feeling like, am I weird in that? I'm just so hopeful, even despite all of just all the bad junk that's happening in this even year that's supposed to be my year. And everybody thinks it's their year, right? It's like right. 2020, seeing clearly, I've got vision, all these, you know, <laughs> right. great things that we've been saying. And so it's just, and yeah, I just, God is good. That's all I can say. Ooh, that is so, that's so powerful. Um, and tell us, uh, as we kind of finish up in this next sort of like nine minutes or so, um, Tell us about the work that you do at Cook Ross, because I think when, when you talk about, you know, your C's um, and everything that's happened in 2020, I feel like it was the perfect God divine move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because so Cook Ross, we are a 30 year old um, training and business consultancy with expertise in what we call idea, the space of idea. So inclusion, diversity, equity, accessibility. And some might say ideas, so plural, and the S would be social justice. And so, um, you know, who would have thought, well, and it's not actually who would have thought, but certainly what we see rearing its ugly head in our nation um, around racism and injustice and inequality and equity and, it's just the timing is like just so um, for me to be in an organization that is having such tremendous impact and, and perfectly just in a position to be a solution to so much of what um, we are dealing with um, as a nation and quite frankly, as a world. And so we are literally on the forefront of those conversations um, primarily with the business community. Um, you know, I would love to say that, um, you know, the faith community should really be leading these discussions. And we haven't done quite as much as I think, or I believe that we should be doing. Um, but I'm, I'm so excited to see um, where we are as a um, country in terms of just the business community state standing up and sort of um, drawing lines in the sand to say, you know, this just can't be, we can't live like this. We cannot live as a country um, this divided. And now is the time for us to really be upfront and very vocal um, to share the history of this country um, and, and to share it in a way where it brings truth um, and, it, and it elevates and centers 
black voices in such a way for um, people to really understand um, just some of the, the challenges that we have faced and continue to face as a nation. Yeah. And I love that you are hopeful because I think that in the face of everything that's happening and perhaps that hopefulness is part of kind of the level of conversations that you're having and, and where those are taking place. And so you're starting to see some shift and you're starting to see some movement. You're starting to see that, you know, true foundation for change and that you have hope in the face of everything that's happening. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, but the other thing is, is that the flip side of that is, is what, what do you have to lose by hope? You know, like true. If anything, it's like, oh my gosh, like if quite frankly, I am amazed and, and I, I, I guess I'm, I don't understand. And I pray for those who don't have some faith or some grounding. Like I, because even as a parent, I mean, those people that are listening in, it's like parenting. I couldn't imagine parenting without a foundation or a relationship with Christ. I can't imagine navigating the ills of this world without a foundation of Christ, because that is ultimately what gives me hope. Because at some point, whether it be here on this earth or on the other side of this life, um, there's glory. Um, and, and, and it's just like that. So I'm hopeful in that in my generation, we'll see change. Um, and on the flip side of that, if God forbid it's it, we don't experience it or I don't experience it in, in this lifetime, then in glory, I will experience it. And so that's, you know, it's, it's just, it's an interesting time that we're in, but I'm just glad that we are, conversations are taking place. Um, I pray that change continues to happen. I, I pray that God will continue to, to soften hearts mm-hmm. um, and that we can see the change that I think is so desperately needed and that people will just le- lean into just simply listening. Right. Um, to listening and to learning. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I know we've had really challenging conversations in our family that we just didn't have before. And, um, and it has taken a lot of listening it, it, you know, to break down some of the barriers that we didn't even realize within our own four walls existed, but mm-hmm. it's led to a completely different level of conversation and understanding and listening and reminding ourselves to listen, which yeah. I, I think has been so valuable. Um, okay, before I get to our two rapid fire questions, um, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about your boost framework. Um, you mentioned wearing all these different hats. So I'm so curious, sort of, how are you continuing to wear the hats? Um, and tell us a little bit about boost. Yeah, well, the hats, it's funny. It's literally by the grace of God. Um, because yeah, I, I don't know. It was, I was, I was chatting with, um, a team member of mine and he's just like, I saw you did this interview for Habitat for Humanity recently. Like, how do you have time to do all this stuff? He's like, how are you holding all this together? And I'm like, literally it is by the grace of God. Um, and so, yeah, so my time primarily is spent in the world of Cook Ross, but I still am supporting, um, customers in the world of of Boost and really, you know, Boost is a methodology that we created um, and trademarked where we're helping our clients to really understand how to leverage LinkedIn primarily as a platform to help them to build their brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, 
and then tap into new markets. Um, so much of the underpinning, the reason why this even came to be was that um, for the longest, pre, pre my entering the world of entrepreneurship, I had been um, just a really good employee for many years. So just in the world of business. And as I transitioned out of traditional corporate America, I found myself struggling with just networking um, with our ideal types of customers. And so a really dear friend of my husband's came to him and, and was like, hey, you know, you guys are on LinkedIn, but you're basically zeros. Like you need to you know, get, your, get yourselves together. Just, you know, spruce up your LinkedIn profile because there's just so much um, business and opportunity and conversations that are taking place on that platform. And so as we started learning more about the platform, we um, just grew to really appreciate the conversations inside of, of LinkedIn, just because we found that that's primarily where so many of our client, our client base resided. And there was a, a different level of conversation that would take place on LinkedIn. And so it just felt comfortable, comfortable. And so, you know, in comparison to the other platforms, we found that LinkedIn was more boardroom talk as, a, as opposed to barbecue talk. And so you could get away from maybe some of the negative talk and, and really just be able to lean into the platform to build relationship. And so we perfected this methodology and fast forward to today, I've trained like over 8,000 um, individuals and organizations on how to really maximize their use of LinkedIn to build strategic relationships, to build a strong brand, to find their dream job and, and so much more. Yeah, that's awesome. So everyone in the show notes, are all the different ways that you can connect with Kelly and her website and all of that. So absolutely reach out, take a look at that. Um, make sure you're maximizing your LinkedIn space. I know I'm just getting a little bit better at it. And it's funny because I have multiple hats. So I'm sort of like, well, what hat am I putting forward where? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah, so I love that you guys have perfected that framework. Okay, so Kelly, I have two Quick questions um, as we wrap this up. So if you could describe your whole journey, um, you know, from corporate to entrepreneur to um, employee world, if you will, um, as your hustle with heart journey, what is one word that would describe that? Mm, one word to describe my hustle with heart journey. Maybe <laughs> relentless. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I would say relentless just because, um, yeah, I, I think I had described previously sort of the peaks and valleys and it, and it seems like the valleys get deeper, like each valley would get a little bit deeper and it would, right. but the peaks would actually get higher. Sure. And so it's just that relentless pursuit and just staying focused, staying committed, staying really connected to my source. Um, so staying connected to Christ in these con in, in along the way and knowing that he is so faithful and has not given up on me. And so certainly I should not give up on the purpose that I believe that he's put forth for me. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. So this last one, um, you probably would answer with the three C's. Um, but I was going to ask you, what are three words to describe Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> and I would, I would say I'm a catalyst, compass, and connector. Um, yeah, I just, uh, ever since those kind of words were spoken over me, I, have, I see it day in and day out. 
um, in terms of what I have been created to do. Um, and, and yeah, so it's, if it's in the community, I'm Catalyst Compass Connector, if it's in the business play. And so it's just, it plays itself out, out time and time again. And I really believe that it's the best way for me to be of service to Christ and to the people that he puts in my life is to be a Catalyst Compass and Connector. Love it. Well, that concludes this episode of the Boost Podcast. Thank you again for listening in. If you don't mind, if you could like, subscribe, or share the podcast with a friend, I would greatly appreciate it. For more information on anything Boost related, you can visit our website at www.kellytleonard.com. Boost.